Hello everybody, welcome once again to this podcast, this is Roots in Culture, from Bogota, Colombia to the world, this is a new season and we are going to start a musical trip to USA, we are going to talk about different experiences that we live in cities such as Alaska, New York, New Orleans and LA, so the first one is going to be Alaska, so Stay tuned, stay connected because we are going to share all information about Saxman Totem National Park. Also, we are going to talk about some related books, some music, films, and activities that this amazing place offers. is going to be an exploration to the largest state in area of the United States. We are talking about Alaska. Also, we are going to share some experiences lived in different cities in Juneau, in Ketchikan, and in Skagway. Talking about local brands, coffee local brands, also natural landscape that we can enjoy and that we can see on Alaska ice cave, glacier, upper lake, and the way we can enjoy that city, one of the ways, bicycles, so a little bit about the use of fat bikes on some cities of Alaska, and also important information about the Totem Saxman Village, and with that we're going to reference a book and the information part of history of this amazing place. So let's go back in time a little bit to the year 1959, just to see what happened during that time in what was considered as Alaska. So it was acquired by the United States by the year 1867, the territory was sold uh, by Russia. There was there were some critics about this purchase because at the beginning in the United States they were considered that Alaska had nothing to offer. But then by the year 1890s, the discovery of gold created a new wave of prospectors and settlers. So then by that time Alaska was considered like something valuable. The nickname was the last frontier, also it is known as Land of Midnight Sun. It is also called as the North to the Future, and the tree, the natural tree, is the Sitka, Sitka Spruce. and I had the opportunity to be in Alaska. There are different ways to go there. One of the ways is working by the tourism industry for the cruise line. So usually there are different routes that start sailing from Vancouver in Canada or from one of the ports in Alaska. Usually the ports that are visited by a cruise line are Skagway, also Juno, Ketchikan. 
Ketchikan is the place where we are going to find an amazing park, Saxman Totem Park, that is going to be one of the central topics that we are going to be referring today. If you like outdoor activities and you have the chance, Alaska is the best place to do it. Especially walking on the glacier, the Mendehal offers two different things to do. So one of those is to go and explore an ice cave, the other one is walking on the glacier. I have a friend here, I was working with him some years ago, and being there in Alaska, he had the opportunity to go in a tour and walking on the glacier Mendihal. So Carlos, tell us, how was that experience for you? I took that tour um, in a city called Juno. Uh, uh, there are a lot of stands with tours, and I just asked for 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 this one of the ice caves, and they took me in a taxi, and it took around 40-45 minutes to get to the beginning of the trail. They don't take you directly to a glacier; they take you to a trail. Um, I was in a group, so we had a guide, um, and we. Uh, went to a trail that is not um, an elevation, I would say. Uh, there are not many parts where you have to go high, but it was more like a jungle-like, yeah, like a lot of mud and a lot of hard plants to go through. How would you describe to be inside a cave? It's not a regular cave, it's an ice cave. I still remember those blue around, the coldness and the rain inside the cave. But for you, how would you describe being inside the ice cave? After around an hour and a half, two hours, uh, we arrived to the, the skirts of the glacier. Mm, and basically, what the ice caves are is that um, from one side of the glacier, um, the, 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 the a river erodes the glacier and it goes through it. So what is called the ice cave is actually a river that goes under the glacier. Mm, they took us to to that river and fortunately uh, the the current wasn't that that fast, so we were able to go inside the cave. Uh, inside the cave is like it's always ra uh, raining. Uh, with pure water. I, I took some of that water and I drank it too. It was an amazing experience because it was like, a, you know, a, a marvel from nature. Um, something that was created naturally, not man-made. Um, going there, uh, you have the chance to, you know, experience uh, nature, wildlife, um, the trail is not that demanding, but you do need uh, some sort of, um, to be a little in shape in able to do it. Anybody could do it, but um, in the end you, you get a little tired. Once in, in, in there, you are able to go inside, not so far. Um, if you go too deep into the cave, it becomes super dark and then it will be dangerous because the river could take you and there will be a, a danger of drowning. After that, uh, since I was on a tour, um, they took us out of the caves and we went around uh, the river 
and then we were able to hike on the glacier. So they put us some sort of, of shoes or a frame for the shoes that has spikes. And with that, we were able to walk firmly on, on the ice. We went around the, the glacier um, and it was an amazing experience uh, having the opportunity to be on a glacier um, to, to hike on it, to feel the, the wind, the coldness. It was very cool. I really loved it. I really loved it. Some of the recommendations to, to do that will be um, ha, ha. You have some information about these tours. What happened related to the global warming? For what I have heard, um, these tours are no longer available. Uh, it has become quite dangerous to go there due to global warming and everything uh, apparently the glaciers are not you know as as cold as before therefore it will be it will be dangerous to to go there nowadays that's what i have heard from people that have been there um that's year in 2019 well so well hopefully things will improve and everybody will be able to enjoy Carlos, what will be your recommendations? So in the future, people want to explore this place. What would you recommend? Some of the recommendations to, to do that will be um, ha having a group or going with someone, not going alone first. Um, even though I took a tour and I went with a group, when I was in the ice caves, I met a friend that didn't do the tour. He just went to the beginning of the trail and, and did it. Um, but he was an experienced uh, <laughs> hiker. So that would be another recommendation. Yeah, like don't do that if you're not experienced. Um, one thing that I would recommend is having a lot of uh, energy foods like chocolate or uh, some food that will give you a lot of, of energy because you you it's cold uh, and you burn. In terms of clothes, I wore a normal uh, sweatsuit. Um, maybe you could have a spare shirt um, because sometimes when you go there and everything, you sweat going in the ice cave, a lot of uh, of what of water goes into you or falls on you. When I because of the tour, I had the chance to or they gave us um, like you know some sort of cape or hoodie um, that we were able to use there, and that prevented me to you know having to change clothes or ruining the ones that I was that I was wearing. Um, apart from that, um, nothing. Another recommendations to do in Alaska will be. In Alaska, coffee is consumed a lot, maybe because the weather is really cold, as you should know. And talking about coffee and talking about 
local business, we found one that is called Raven's Brew. Now they have the web page and they are selling coffee. That is one really nice coffee, but also it's nice the way they sell the coffee. So you can go to the web page and you can see all this concept that they use related to animals, related to mythology, related to different conceptions and perceptions as well. And they have different products. This is really recommended local business. Check the web page www.ravensbrew.com and the product Ravens Brew Coffee. Really nice coffee from Alaska. On Juno, there are different activities to do, different activities to enjoy. You can watch whales, also, you can enjoy the nature, or you can do some winter sports. If you like the forest, if you like the trees, mountains, you can do canopy. We recommend doing canopy, it's the longest in the area. You know, you can use bicycles to be in the city, in the downtown. You can go to the library, there are some bike parkings, it is secure, it's safe. Also, when you are on the glacier or on the mountains, if you have the chance to ride a fat bike, that is a good opportunity to enjoy nature. On the downtown, there are some bike shops. They rent all those bikes, so you can take a ride, your camera, enjoy the landscape. In Seward, Alaska, we have the train wreck. It's a collection of refurbished rail cars from Alaska Railroad. Now is the Smoke Shop Cafe. Also, it's a bike shop called the Seward Bike Shop. You see the entrance is a train and then on different wagons you will find the business, local business. So it's a good chance to support those local business. One of those is this, the train wreck. Also, Ketchikan is another city that is really nice to go visit, talk to the people, enjoy the culture, enjoy the city. One of the ways to enjoy the city as well is by bike. There are some rental bike rentals where you can use a bike by hours you pay and then you can take a ride to the different places, walk on the streets, ride in the streets and also going to the national park, the Sandsmack Park. From the city of Ketchikan, from the downtown, if you are on a bike, will take 40 minutes, easy 40 minutes, to go to the Saxman Totenblash Park. It's a safe way. It's really nice because you can enjoy the, the view, also the landscape. There is a river that will be on your way. 40 minutes after, you will arrive to the Totem Park. This is another place that must be on the list, on the places to visit. This is one way you can see, you can know the culture of Alaska. With time for only one totem viewing stop, Ketchikan is the place to visit. And that was our case. Working for the cruise line, you will have days off, so you can go and enjoy the city. But this is with limit time. So we decided to take the bike. It was 40 minutes to go there. They have parking and then we went through the park, just walking, taking pictures and enjoying this cultural place that reminds us the importance of 
the native communities to every country. Saxman Totem Park and Native Village is a popular totem collection in South Alaska. Here visitors walk along a dramatic avenue of totem poles up to the hill to a gift shop to purchase the tickets. Next comes the carving shed, where a carver is often present, and the Beaver Clan House, where dancers put on demonstrations. The house is a contemporary version of the plank house with a beaver screen and house spots. The central concept on this park are the totems. Totem poles are the physical evidence, the results of the native history and tradition carried on the songs and dances of our people, people of North America. Even today on these modern times, digital times, that part of the culture, the tradition, is still matter. Totem poles carvers are the artists who create these monuments, were the vessels by which the culture traveled. They had to be knowledgeable about oral history or carving styles. They were called by distant villages and tribes to create works of art that would say to anyone, to the visitors, to the locals, this is who lives here. These are the stories, this is the history of this family, of this clan, of this village. Walking the streets of the cities in Alaska and even in some parks, you can see how the totem poles come in several forms, including memorial or mortuary poles, also the house front poles, and something that they call the shame pole. The mortuary pole sometimes housed a coffin at the top of contain a small niche for the deceased ashes. Another way you can see these totem poles, another form, is the house frontal pole that sometimes are placed outside front of the house to tell the heroic stories of the owning family at the entrance to the house sometimes is carved through the base of the pole. The shame poles are meant to indicate that someone had incurred on an impaid death. Few interesting examples still exist today. In the Saxman Totem Village in Ketchikan, there is a shame pole that portrays William H. Seward. This guy is known for his role in purchasing Alaska from the Russians. Something interesting about these native communities, the totem people, they have no word for art. Instead, they put kind of beauty on their lives with carved and painted symbols, even applying crest to every household item, including spoons, bowls, and individual items of clothing. It was taken for granted that life was an unbroken tradition of creative expression filled with pictorial wisdom. We recommend the book Totem Poles, Alaska's Totem Poles by Pat Kramer. On Amazon you can find the book or on the web page totem poles, Alaska's totem poles. Here the totems are described as fascinating monuments carved usually from cedar, are unique human attempts initiated a long time ago to create a record of each generation's and presence and passing. The native communities have been facing different challenges through history. We have seen that 
in Colombia, in South America, in Central America, Mexico, and also United States, the native communities of Alaska in 1867, they were not taken into account in one process of selling that part of Alaska from Russia to United States. It was in 1867 when Russian interest in the territory had declined. In that time, U.S. Secretary of State William Seward negotiated the purchase of Alaska from Russia for 7.2 million. The critics attacked the purchase as Seward's folly. The New York Tribune coined the term World Russia for what was represented a worldless frozen Westland. Historic as the transaction is portrayed, native claims were not considered into the process. It took until 1924 for Congress to extend official citizen to Native Americans. An idea of what we're talking about, about this natural landscape. So we're gonna post some pictures on our social media. On Instagram, Journals by Bike. Also on this podcast, on the description, on Spotify, on Anchor. We're gonna put the link, so you can just follow the link and the hashtag and you will see the pictures that we are going to share with you of this ice cave. Last part of our segment is related to musical and film references. The first one is going to be the movie Into the Wild. One is by Champagne, is directed by Champagne, and the music, the soundtrack it was made thanks to Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. The movie is from the United States from the year 2007. It's the same name, Into the Wild. So check it out on YouTube, the trailer, the book, also on Google. And for music, we really recommend A Tribe Called Red from USA. You will find them on Spotify, the playlist, and our playlist on this podcast, Roots and Culture. We're going to share also, we're going to make a playlist public, so you can find the music, a tribe called Red, also on YouTube. Enjoy the concept that they offer, because it's not just music, it's not just, just traditional sounds, also are the visuals, really visual content. Hope you like this segment. Give us a thumbs up. If you like it, share it with more people. Remember, on Spotify, Roots and Culture. Also on the app Anchor, Anchor FM, Roots and Culture, and on Google Podcast. If you want to see the visual, the travel blog, we recommend visit our Instagram profile, Journals by Bike journals by bike you are going to find all the visual part of this podcast all the photos in different places in different cities different countries next segment is going to be on new york so we are gonna share some information about that magical place then new orleans and la so uh, stay tuned, stay connected with this podcast. This is Roots and Culture from Bogota, Colombia to the world. Thanks for being there. Really appreciate it if you support this project. 
Roots and Culture, Spotify, on Instagram, Journals by Bike.